Well, hello there, and welcome to Dear Ashley, where, friendly reminder, we are uncertified and probably unqualified, but ready and willing to give you advice. I am joined, as always, by my husband, Steve. Hello. Hello, Steve, who promised me Mm -hmm. that as soon as we're done recording this podcast, we can go watch... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Incorrect. I said, let's watch it tonight. Uh, I don't want to wait that long. Watching it later. After the kid goes to bed, uh, I can and pour a nice glass of u- usual wines. And uh, <laughs> It's a spoiler alert. That's coming up later. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I think shows like that are better at night. Like, I'm going back to the Game of Thrones when it used to come out at 9 o'clock on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's dark out. You can dimly light. Your theater room or your theater room, room or that your we bedroom. definitely have. It's better to watch, like, watching that show during the day feels silly. I just, I don't know, with spoilers these days, it kind of feels. Uh, we, we can navigate it. People are actually, actually very uh, respectful. I saw this during WandaVision. No one's dropping spoilers. You have to, like, seek out spoilers. If you're just on your Twitter timeline, people give you, like, a good, especially with a Friday drop, they give you a good, like, 48 hour buffer window before they start posting GIFs or. Links to their pods. Speaking of which, shout out to our guy on the subreddit who started his own podcast. There, I think there have been a couple. There have nice. been a few. Yeah, there have been a few listeners who've started their own podcasts. And just so you know, we are super proud of you. And that is awesome. And if you have not yet already, you should definitely drop your information about it in the subreddit so that we can support everybody in our community, which is awesome. Shout out to user shart312. Not shart, but shart. <laughs> What? S-C-H-A-R-D-T. Shard. <laughs> it's not shart. I know, but you said shart. And... <laughs> I know. I mean... He started a podcast, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier podcast. It's on coffeelatchcrew.com backslash the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I feel like this is kind of unfair because other people have started pods and we even given them specific shout-outs. They didn't put it in the subreddit. I think they might have. All right, just... then I'll go back and look. My bad. <laughs> if you're upset, post it again. Um, that was cool. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to watch the episode and then we're going to listen to it. So we also, if you haven't figured it out, have a subreddit. If you want to go join there, drop your podcast info or you know support our listeners who have started their own. It's Dear Ashley Pod, which is the same as our Instagram account. And I have learned very recently, there is also a Discord server, which made my mind explode. We will get into that a Dis- little bit more Discords later. Discords are why, why later? Uh, because there's a very natural reason to talk about it oh, later. Okay. All right, cool. Today's country shout out, drum roll. <laughs> New segment. New segment. Shout out to Peru. Um, what percentage of our audience is in Peru? This is all less than 1%. Oh, it so it could 1%. be one person. It could be a five people. I don't know. But there is at least one person in Peru listening to this podcast. So here's your fun fact about Peru, Steve. <laughs> Peru grows more than 55 varieties of corn. That's actually that's a true. pretty, that's a pretty fun a, fact. When you go to a market in Peru, you can just about find corn in any color, including yellow, purple, white, and black. Famous for ah. their giant kernels, more restaurants <laughs> and bars serve roasted corn to munch on at the table when you first sit down. That sounds great, actually. Corn, very oh, underrated. we're still going. It, 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 oh. Corn's just underrated. That sounds cool. Like, as an app, instead of getting... 
this is great. Let's steal this from Peru. Instead of putting <laughs> bread at a table, like oh. little like corn on the cobs. Oh, I don't know about that. Bread is so this, good. But it, you feel you always, every single time, blah, blah, this is the husband being like, you fill up on the bread. We no, always I, fill up on the bread. Put some uh, put some street corn in there as a, as a table setting. We're living. I mean, corn is re- really just a vehicle for butter and salt. It's like if I could, yeah. if it was socially acceptable to put for butter and salt in on a spoon and just consume it that way, I probably would. But corn facilitates that for you in a way that makes you think you're at least being healthy. There are also over 3,000 different varieties of potatoes grown in Peru. Oh my goodness. Peru coming in with all the, the veggies. All the, is potato a, a I guess it's a vegetable. It's a school? tuber. What? A tuber. What's a tuber? I'm pretty sure it's a vegetable. I'm pretty sure it's a vegetable. It's definitely but there's a some that are can it's a, night, a nightshade. Wharton. I'm sorry that they don't teach us the classifications of potatoes at business school. Anyways, <sighs> That's not the point. Anyways, guys. Ugh. <laughs> if you hadn't guessed already, Steve and I really like each other today. So this is going to be another fun one. We did. We did. And then you got snippy and I got defensive I and I got snippy back. Snippy. Yes. Anyways, we don't have to get into it. I think it. the listeners know that I don't get snippy. Yeah. They, yeah. You don't get fired up about anything. Anyways, I think we should dive into it. Let's get to the first question. Dear Ashley. Hi, this is Callie from Florida. Hi. I am doing a massive spring cleaning clean out of my house. Like anything I don't need is is getting out, even if I have room for it. Nice. So anyways, I was just calling to ask, what are your spring cleaning tips? Thank you. Bye. Love you, man. Kelly or Callie, either one. We appreciate both of you and we appreciate your question. Spring cleaning is very cathartic. I love getting rid of stuff, throwing stuff away, donating it, getting it out of the house. It feels fantastic. Um, My rule basically is if you didn't use it last season, so if you have winter stuff or fall stuff that you didn't wear or didn't use, don't save it for next season. Say goodbye, put it in the trash, donate it somewhere, and then move on with your life. Do you do that? Of course I do. (laughs) Of course I do. I do that a little bit more than somebody else I I know. I think we need to do that. I think you need to do that in every single room in the house, not just like clothes or like uh, things that are in front of your eyes. I think like go through, my favorite thing to do is like go through your nightstand or your drawers, drawers, drawers. (laughs) I think your drawers are a little different. You can go through your drawers too. Uh, if you've got holes in them, toss them. Uh, the, your office, this desk that we are currently sitting at, there's some papers in here that can go. Mm-hmm. There's some pens in here. No, never I, throw away a I pen. You never know when you're going to need a pen. That's the problem. <laughs> no, pens are different. Pens are absolutely different. We have, you know, a junk drawer. Yes. I, I, I'm, ask, I'm not asking you. I'm asking the listeners. <laughs> okay. Uh, which, that's silly. Uh, we have like three junk drawers. We go through each junk drawer and condense, condense it to one junk drawer. All right. That's one of my favorite things to do. Because there's that stuff just accumulates. You throw bottles of Advil in there, packs of gum, a wrench, playing cards. My, my wrenches and tools are in a very that, condensed place Okay, so we should organized. maybe spring clean that condensed place. There's shit 
all over the place in there. No, there's not. It is in one there's little like bin. Batteries little rolling around. And why are the batteries rolling around, because Steve? Because someone rips. No, because somebody rips apart the little plastic on the battery container and they spew everywhere because you're an animal and you can't just patiently open it and take a battery out (laughs) i like spring cleaning the best thing about spring cleaning underrated is this is my favorite thing to do with spring cleaning just thought of the answer and it is a very this kind of goes to what i'm saying but kind of doesn't but let me spit it out instead of getting the worst tea up of all time Opening the windows to let in fresh air for the first time on, like, your first day of spring. It's, like, 63, let's say, maybe 67. Mm-hmm. And cleaning the shit out of all those windows. That's a, that, yeah, that's great. That's that, a good one. That uh, come through the screen. I'm looking at this window now. I can see that needs a nice little Clorox wipe taken across it. Yeah, it does. And then, even while you're at it, you go on top and get the dust off them windowsills. Get the dust off the framing. Get the dust off the little knobs where you prop. The, oh man! I wish you could Cleaning see Steve's windows. hand handwork right I now. His gesture. You said I don't. Uh, <laughs> cleaning the window, cleaning the gunk out of the windows. You know what else I like? I like to evaluate answer. things and that right um, you're still going. <laughs> I like to evaluate things that I keep on hand because you never know. Like just because you might need it, like you never know when it's going to come up. But really, the amount of times it comes up is maybe once a year. So if you have something that's like big and bulky that you're keeping, for for example, this is the best example, a roasting pan. We had this roasting pan that was like always dirty and impossible to clean and took up so much space in our apartment in Jersey City. And I realized how often do I use this? Maybe once a year. And if I reach a scenario where I'm like, oh, I wish I had a roasting pan, I could go to the grocery store and get a disposable one for like $4. I was like, why don't I get rid of this gross roasting pan instead of having it take up all of our space in our pan cabinet, worry about cleaning it every single time. And guess what? It was this great alleviation alleviation of pressure off my shoulders to get rid of that thing. I was so happy to get rid of it. So if there's anything like that where you're where you're thinking to yourself, well, I do use this, but it's really infrequently, and there's a solution that's viable for if it, you need it at a spur of the moment's notice, toss it, donate it, say goodbye. Or clean the windows. Also clean the windows. It could be both. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly Callie. Sorry, question. I'm excited to do it now. I hope next weekend. Great. I'm excited for you to do it too. Next question. Hey, Ashley and Steve. Matt from Discord here. Dun, dun, dun. The extended CAD universe. Discord. Did you just say? I'm kidding. Uh, it's Cage Universe Discord. Oh my gosh. If you would consider to come join us, here's the link. Has been waging war with each other over the past several days over the simple question what is a dumpling? <laughs> Some of us more traditionalists and subscribe are. And- Some of us are more traditionalists and subscribe to rules such as what would the Chinese Polish slash Polish grandmother say? Is it covered by dough or can't it can't be too big? While others subscribe to the cube rule, which he hyperlinks cuberule.com or fundamentally a dumpling is anything where an edible out layer fully surrounds an edible inner layer. Below is a dumping dumpling alignment chart. What the heck? Was there a dumpling alignment chart in the email? We'll reference that later. 
for your re- for your reference, yeah, there was in the email. He did put a picture. Uh, I don't go to it. Yeah, fundamentally, if you don't wish to do a deep dive into deep, if you don't wish to dive into it deeply, please answer the question: Is a hot pocket a dumpling? That appears to be where the battle lines are drawn, at least for some. <laughs> I won't divulge my own position, only to say that I suspect Steve will be on my side. Cool. Love it. Love you, mean it. Uh, He then proceeded to list the Oxford definition, the Wikipedia definition. No, I put those in there. Oh, you did? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do you want to read that one again? No. That one was kind of all over the place. He got it. Sorry it was all See how Ashley micromanages me? <laughs> Leave it in. It's honest. I know it, was it, a, is. it was bad. <laughs> That's what the listeners want. They want raw and authentic. They're not looking to me to give some sort of TED talk. I think, that was the first time I read that question. I think they might want to understand the question. The question, I'll go back to it. I saw some guy tweet me the other day that said, hey, read the dumpling question. So I just copy and pasted it without reading it. And now I read the dumpling question. Oh, All right. Boy. So the main question is, is a Hot Pocket a dumpling? First, it's two-parter. What do we consider a dumpling? Mm-hmm. And then secondly, is a Hot Pocket a dumpling? Matt from Discord, I appreciate you. Ugh. I appreciate this question. I am going to be honest. I was absolutely delighted to discover that there is an extended cage universe uh, Discord. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, on my old podcast, Sports with Katie Nolan, it was Katie, Ashley, and Jay, who was another co-host, K-A-J, and people called us The Cage. So Jay also has a podcast. Um, I think it's called 500 with Jay Wolf. You should go check it out. No, nah, don't. Jay's the worst. Jay- Steven? He's a Ravens fan. Kind of. Not yeah, fan. I, he's, he's a raven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyways. Kidding, Jay, um that's a place, I guess, where people go and talk about these three pods, our three pods, and then also a bunch of other stuff like what is a dumpling. And I will say, I didn't think this was that complicated of a question, but I did a kind of cursory scroll through the, the Discord without really reading a ton because it went on for hours and hours and, and I think days. And I so I started researching it myself. And this is where Steve mentioned that there's a bunch of definitions in here. We're going to dive in. Okay, here is the Wikipedia definition of a dumpling. Dumplings are a broad class of dishes that consists of pieces of dough made from a variety of starch sources wrapped around a filling or of dough with no filling. The dough can be based on bread, flour, or potatoes and may be filled with meat, fish, cheese, vegetables, fruits, or sweets. Dumplings may be prepared using a variety of methods, including baking, boiling, frying, simmering, or steaming, and are found in many world cuisines. So... If you consider that definition, or what what Matt said was the cube rule, um, which is a dumpling is anything where an edible outer layer fully surrounds an edible inner layer. I saw somebody say, is a potato a dumpling then? Because it's an edible outer layer. No. It's, this is ridiculous. Uh, a hot, so by that definition, a hot pocket, the answer is yes, right? I don't think we go with that definition. Because there's a lot of different takes on dumpling. Okay, what definition do we go with? So... Oxford 
describes dumpling as a small savory ball of dough, which may be boiled, fried, or baked in a casserole, which is more true to the origin of the word. If you reference Barbara Galani in Dumplings A Global History, the English word dumpling has been traced back to the 16th or 17th century, where the now obsolete noun dump, which probably meant lump, was given a diminutive suffix. So a lot of times, um, people will consider a dumpling as any kind of dough that you just plop into water. Steve's raising his fingers. What, did you get a Top Shot or something? No, Juju Smith-Schuster's returning to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow, breaking news. Breaking news on the podcast. You said that earlier Mid this morning. Mid-dumpling. I did you, say it this morning. Mid-dumpling. <laughs> you predicted it. Congratulations. That's very exciting. I'm Sorry, keep so going. happy for you. I was kind of just like... Hitting my stride, but that's, you know, it's totally worth interrupting. And I know you're listening and paying attention. So when I pick apart your arguments later, you're going to know why. Uh, Anyways. um, Sorry. That's exciting. Like, I didn't, I thought he was gone. He gone? He gone. (laughs) He's so mad at me. I'm not mad at you. I'm happy for you. I really want to talk about dumplings. Go, go, go. I'm sorry. Okay. I got a text. Back to my research that I did at four o'clock in this morning when I couldn't sleep. Fuchsia Dunlop, a Chinese food expert and author, says my definition of a dumpling is any kind of dainty little snack that's made of one ingredient wrapped around another ingredient and usually boiled or steamed, but sometimes fried. So looking at, at this very diverse definition of a dumpling, I would personally like to quote Justice Potter Stewart from 1964 when talking about pornography, he described it as, I know it when I see it. And I think, (laughs) I think this very much applies to dumplings. That's a great way to break it down. (laughs) I'm sorry for one, butchering the question. Why are you clapping? Interrupting, because that was a really good way to break it down at the end. Where, where, wait, (laughs) play a game with me for one second. Quick side game. Yep. That is from, that you know that quote Mm -hmm. from the game. Jackbox TV uh, Fibbage. No. Okay. Was that the game? (laughs) (laughs) So this is where this is where I am netting out on it. I thought a lot about what a dumpling means to me. Yeah. Okay? okay. Because I I I am not Team Hot Pocket as a dumpling. I apologize to the people in the Discord who wanted who we're on that side of the battle line. I think there are a couple things not mentioned that apply to 95 to 99% of dumplings. Most importantly, they're handcrafted, right? Like a, a dumpling is a handcrafted item. That's right. So therefore a hot pocket could not be a dumpling. That's right. You may say, okay, well, what about a, a tamale or a samosa? I believe Dumplings should be consumed in one or two bites. Dumplings relatively small. Where the, where this kind of falls apart is when you consider dumpling a dessert because that's usually a whole apple wrapped in. But in terms of like non-dessert dumplings, bite size. One hand, not two hands. You're not two-handing a dumpling. When you look at some... Can you not type Sorry. while I'm doing Sorry. my point? Keep going. Guys, this is what I deal with. This is the behind the scenes stuff. He says I'm my micromanager, but I'm just trying to give you the best product out there. And you're getting these keyboard letters popping around during my dumpling takes. Somebody wants to talk about Juju Smith-Schuster. It's it's really, it's a travesty. Okay. Dumpling, not a meal. A one, a single serve. It's not a single serving. So you're not eating one dumpling. 
for an entire snack or an entire meal. It is a multi, multi-dumpling uh, endeavor. So therefore, no, I would not consider a hot pocket a dumpling, nor a potato. Did he say anything else? Other things we had to try no, to classify? No, 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 no. A potato's not. That's just ridiculous. But also, a hot pocket is ridiculous. A hot pocket? I can see. That's a fun debate, and I can see why it came up. Uh, yeah, I would love to have it with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like you know it when you see it is the exact answer. This this feels like and it is a very fun question. It feels like the hot pocket stretch went a little bit too far outside of the debate. Mm-hmm. It's like um, well, let me show you. It's like this. when people argue if golf is a sport and they're like, well, they're not. Are you not know, breaking a sweat? It's like okay, calm down. Like we're we're arguing like what constitutes a dumpling. A hot pocket is a freaking hot pocket. Mm-hmm. It's just it like you could. This chart's pretty good. This <laughs> can you put this? On, uh, can our social yeah, media sure. manager put this on Instagram? Sure. It's not really the the correct specs, but we can do some adjustment. Thank you. Give him a um, raise if he does it correctly. It feels like you're you're going a little bit. I don't know. A corn dog is a dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're that's using fun. that yeah. now, argument now, that's like saying like like you know when you see like you know what a dumpling looks like like that is a dumpling or if you saw a corn dog you'd be like ah sweet dumpling you got there you'd be like that's a corn dog <laughs> I feel like if you walked up to someone and said sweet dumpling you sweet got there dumpling. you might get slapped in the face <laughs> dumpling is a corn dog's not a dumpling there's just it's like a, what about ravioli or a ravioli is a ravioli a na- but if you he's not Naki's clearly not that's just pasta dough there's no there's in, there's stuff inside no n- n- t- yeah maybe like isn't it cheese, potato some uh yeah yeah a little bit potato. which also but you can then say it's all like there's not like a layer it's all like there one. is no, no there's a layer you can't there is with ravioli you can't take a piece of Naki and like peel open the layer with ravioli you can but ravioli is a ravioli so a ravioli is not a dumpling a ravioli is a ravioli but a square a rectangle ravioli. a square is a rectangle but a rectangle is not a square a ravioli is a <laughs> is a pasta okay. ravioli it is a ravioli okay so you would say a ravioli not a is dumpling. not a dumpling ravioli is not a dumpling so you're considering dumpling to pretty much just be like the Chinese food version of dumpling you're not even going no, like pierogi. You don't, you don't have to limit it to just one. So how nation. far? Do you, how far? Do, well, uh, how far do you go I've on had the chart? Non Chinese pierogies. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had non Chinese pierogies. I've had non Chinese <laughs> dumplings before. There was that little um, in New York City outside the World Trade Center. There's mm-hmm. the um, that smorgasbord buffet, right? Or uh, food carts. Yep. And. They had well, there's a dumpling booth in there that I wish I, I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. And there were all kinds of little dumplings. I had a dumpling with chicken in it. Yeah. I had a dumpling with shrimp in it. And it was shaped like a dumpling. So you like you only dumpling. you only subscribe that all that shape. traditionalists. Yeah. Did you had offers from the Chiefs and the Ravens? All right. Uh I am a hardcore traditionalist on this for sure. That is unexpected. Yeah, it is. It is. I believe someone uh, called you an agent of chaos, <laughs> and they are going to be disappointed. Yeah, he might be. That's might be where he said. I like. <laughs> I like. It's fun, and it's it's a great question. Thank you for sending. I like someone who takes or the first person who ever asks the question is a hot pocket a dumpling. That's just fun to explore because <laughs> uh, you can see both sides, but it's not. 
All right, there you have it. Hot pocket, not a dumpling. Next question. Dear Ashley, my name is Kyle, and I'm 22 years old from Texas. I'm on the autism spectrum. In the year of 2019, I failed out of Texas State University. After And after a semester off, I started taking classes at a community college and starting to make new friends. And then the pandemic hit. I continued to take a bunch of classes, made far better grades, and was recently readmitted to Texas State. Yes. Nice. yes. But I am extremely nervous about going back. It's been so long since I was social with people I wasn't already friends with. And I feel like, especially being autistic, I've forgotten many of the tricks for making friends I work so hard to learn. Do you all have any advice on how to overcome the apprehension? Sincerely, Kyle. Kyle. I appreciate you, and I appreciate your question, and congratulations. That is awesome. That is so great. Honestly, you should be super pumped and super proud of yourself. Um, Good news. Everybody is going to be completely socially awkward whenever we get back out into the real world. Yeah, that's a good point. I thought about that the other day. Like, we are – there's a new um, Michael Phelps commercial that's out that is for therapy that says we are in an unprecedented mental health crisis. Everybody is going through it. Everybody forgets how to interact. Everybody forgets how to wear proper pants. So take solace in the fact that you're not going through this alone. Um, I would say that anybody who comes in to this situation confident will make other people feel at ease because we're all going to feel uncomfortable and awkward. So if somebody comes in and kind of takes takes the lead, that would certainly alleviate my stress about the situation. That being said, that's a hard thing to do. And if you're not feeling up for it, I would say one, either try playing a character and pretending you have unshakable confidence and saying, oh, what would a super charming outgoing person do? How would they handle this situation? See if that works for you. It may not. Two, let me flip over my notes here. The um, official notepad. My official notebook. Um, two, there's a couple different ways you can practice. Um, you can start chatting with people online in a live setting to try to get like the reminder of the flow of conversation as opposed to, you know, like a, like the subreddit or something where it's, uh, you don't have like the pressure of being under like a live environment. Um, you could, this is kind of silly, but you could practice small talk with yourself, like just chat with the mirror for a little bit and be like, hello, how are you? My name is Kyle. (laughs) Because just saying those words out loud can feel very awkward when you haven't done it in a long time. Have some topics ready that you know you can fall back on if if you start to panic and feel the pressure of small talk with a stranger, like easy ones like weather or local sports or a new show that is coming out. I think if you if you want to stick with the online strategy, you could try to find other people uh, locally who have similar interests as you. Speaking of, do we have if we have anybody in Texas in the San Marcos area, which is where Texas State is, let us know because that's where Kyle is, and maybe you guys can like chat and become buddies and help each other out during this awkward transition back to. Back to having to socialize with people face to face. My goodness. It's tough. It's hard. Um, the more like, I think the more you just seek it out yourself. I like even like this Ashley mentioned discord, which I am still absurdly 
uh, impressed with the amount of people that came from the sports podcast and have like become friends. Is mm-hmm. that fair to say? Yeah. And Developed relationships. We were at a, a live event pre-pandemic a year before it, and there were people like that were that had met on the Reddit and that were like hanging out with each other and like online communities is a great place to make a new friend. And like they, they met up at like certain podcasters in general, I'm not saying ours will do this, but Katie's was good at this. All fantasy, everything's was good at this. Like they created a community that was fans of the host and then they all became fans of each other. Yeah. Mariah is going to Camille's wedding in a month. Like two people who were like, just incredibly awesome women that listen to sports like bonded and are like legitimate like friends now like it's awesome it's really cool the kind of thing the kind of relationships you can build and Kyle just keep in mind you said you're you're nervous about having to do it again and that you've forgotten some of the stuff that you had learned it sounds like you did it once before and you crushed it once before and it's probably going to be like riding a bike or trying to remember how to record a podcast after you hadn't done it for a couple of weeks. Like you're going to be a little rusty and you're going to make mistakes and you're going to say some things you wish you could take back. We all do. Every time I pick up a phone, I do that. I'm like, oh, why did I say that? But like, it's, it's like riding a bike and you're going to figure it out again. And then once you realize, you know that you've done it before. I've already succeeded at this. I know I can do it. It's just going to take me a little bit. Just be forgiving of yourself and be patient with yourself. You are absolutely going to crush this. I'm so excited yeah. for you. Let us know how it goes too. And if you want, you can keep emailing. This goes for anybody, but for you specifically, if you keep want to keep emailing and ask for other stuff as it progresses. Well, we won't always have to answer it on here, but we can email. We've written a few people back on email. For yeah. those that we haven't, I'm sorry, but we can write back on email and, and kind of be old fashioned pen pals. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Good luck, Kyle. You're gonna you're gonna be awesome, and that's so great that you got readmitted. Congratulations. Congrats. Next question. Dear Ashley, since you've adjusted your diet, I've noticed you've been drinking less, which is all good, but there's been an open bottle of wine in our fridge for several weeks, and I want to know if I can throw it away. (laughs) Love your clean freak husband, Steve. Steve, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your question, and I am sorry. Yes, you may dump the wine. Good. But also, I have a promising lead. We have a new sponsor called Usual Wines. Nice. And they have a product that feels like it's tailored kind of specifically for me. They make low-carb wine with zero grams of sugar in a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white. But the thing is, it is bottled for a single serving, like a friendly, heavy-handed bartender kind of serving. So basically a glass and a half. So if you don't want to drink an entire bottle in one sitting, it's the perfect amount. And then you don't have to worry about your bottle sitting in the fridge and getting stale. Yeah. That sounds like it's good for me, too. Which is also good for you. I will be drinking these. Plus, I know how you love a little spritzer in the summer. Yeah. They also have usual spritz. With a little spritz. A a usual spritz, which is only 83 calories. Nice. And it's sparkling wine and guava juice. So kind of like a grown-up White Claw. And you can find all this stuff at www.usualwines.com. If you use our discount code, Dear Ashley, you get $8 off your first order. 
That's www.usualwines.com <laughs> with the discount code Dear Ashley. I can't wait to be sipping one of these on our back porch. Cheers. Next question. Dear Ashley, my mom's name is K-A-R-I-N, pronounced Karen. She doesn't want people to think she's a Karen. Ooh. What should her new name be? She is 5'2 with a thick Texas accent, picture attached. Please help us find a new name. Appreciate you. Rachel from Houston. Rachel, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your question, and I appreciate your mom. She is adorable, and also, I would probably want to be best friends with her. Rachel also asked this question back in December. So a note for everyone, if we haven't answered your question yet, we're still going back and trying to find one from the archives that we didn't ever get, weren't able to get to. So hang tight. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a good side note. Sometimes we get a ton that are really good in one week and we can't do them all that week. We try to do the timely ones as timely as possible, but that doesn't mean we won't go back and still do it. And I think it's important to note that Karen is wearing an adorable Christmas sweater and I love it. And I love her so much. Okay. I I just have to say, I hate the idea of changing your name. I, I, I understand I, I, it. Well, let's hold on. Like, I don't think she's really going to do it. I, I think know. this is a really fun question. It is a fun question. It <laughs> just, I just it. have to say, okay, I have to, because I it would, it would not face. be true to me if I did not say it. Don't change for anyone, Karen. You're great. And you look so sweet. And I, I, it stinks that people do have names, obviously, that they get made fun of for all the time. Um, and usually it's a phase and it passes. But I, I just be you. It is a bad beat for Karens, though, right now. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. That being like said. Like you said, hi, my name's Karen. <laughs> like, yeah, sure There's is, your Karen. Gu- somebody's going to say something every time, yeah. which is, I imagine, impossible. And maybe you just want something to hold you over until this phase is over. And you know what? I respect that. So... Here are my suggestions. Okay. I have three. Uh, I do too. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Let's see so, if they're any of the same. Okay. I'll, you just say and I won't – or I'll say if it is. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so it's spelled K-A-R-I-N. What if you keep the name, you pronounce it Corinne? Hi, I'm Corinne. Now you're not getting the snide comments. Spelling doesn't change. There we go. Option number two, give yourself a little nickname. Carrie. K-A-R-I. Short for Karen. Take the N off. Take the N off. Nobody needs to know that. Third option. She is standing in front of a fireplace with a little banner that says joy. And to be honest, is that yours? It's right there on the picture. It's right there. It says joy. She looks like like a joy. It's aligned with her face. It says joy. It matches her smile. It's perfect. I'd go with joy. Joy is a good one. Honestly, you look like the sweetest person. It's right there in the image. It's right there. She answered the question as she sent the email and didn't even know she answered the question for herself. That's right. I'm glad we're on the same page. What were your other two? Linda. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And something unique and different. Like uh, I was just thinking like you could, you could just like look around the house and, and th- this is a cool thing to do these days. This is what kids are doing. Like like uh, going to the pouch will name their kid Apple. Yeah. Like, look at something around your house, favorite item. Sure. Maybe give me an example. iPhone. <laughs> iPhone. A toaster. or Toaster. <laughs> What what else you got? These are I know. Rachel, I hope you're writing these down. (laughs) (laughs) iPhone and toaster steam coming in hot. Dumpling, right? Let's call her dumpling. Air fryer, smoker, (laughs) dumpling. Hey, dumpling. Dumpling's actually good. Uh, We're in a weird mood. No, 
I, I think it was for her. I was going to say my third option is to look around your house. Yep. Something that's meaningful to you. And to, that's <laughs> like, your new name. Like your iPhone. Like fireplace or fireplace. candle or mantle. We're looking at the picture now. Mm-hmm. It's joy. Joy's the answer. Joy's the answer. <laughs> Great. She's trying to be entertaining. <laughs> Backfire. No, you are the best. I love you so much. Next question. Dear Ashley. If you were a 90s cartoon evil villain, yes. where would your base be and what would it look like slash have inside? What would your henchmen or henchwomen wear as uniforms? Sincerely, Chris from Arizona. Chris, I appreciate you and I appreciate your question. This is quite fun. Man, I don't even know where to start because when you said if you were a 90s cartoon evil villain, I really mostly was thinking about my outfit and like my look, less my less my base. I really think I would want to be one of those um, like the evil women that are very that are like fashionable, but like in the austere look. So think like Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. Yes, there are birds flying that's past. That's a big bird. It's not the same size, or is it just not Dude, next to a window? Uh, that's not this. Are you one. sure it's not a shadow? So think Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty, um, the evil stepmother in Cinderella, the evil queen from Snow White. Like they kind of all have a lot of like the like the purple They're coloring, gone. like. Like Ursula does. There's a lot of purple and lime green in the the evil 90s villains. So I think I would want those to be my colors. I would want like one of those high collars, whether it's on like a dress or like a cape or like a robe of some kind. I think that really looks menacing. Um, I would want some sort of like piece of ridiculous gaudy jewelry, whether it's like a huge necklace or like a... um, a huge ring. And then I would want some smaller version of that to be on my henchmen. So I'd want two henchmen. Uh, I would want them to be relatively competent, not like the bumbling fools, you know, not like Jasper and what's his name? Horace from 101 Dalmatians. Not like, not bumbling idiots. I want them to be like scary, kind of like the, uh, the eels in, in the little mermaid like capable of actually pulling off bad stuff. But with, oh, did I mention I want a scepter? I want some sort of like scepter or like, not necessarily a cane, but like some sort of menacing stick. And that is magic. And maybe that's where my gaudy jewelry is, some sort of orb on the top top of it. But I want that to be able to perform magic and I can I can transform my henchmen into whatever I need to serve my nefarious purposes. So I could turn them into animals or I could turn them into and this is kind of, this idea is coming from Anastasia, where Rasputin has those two little like I don't even know what they technically are, but he can like turn them into other creatures and then there but there's still some sort of visual representation that they're my henchmen. Now let's talk base. I would like to be in a secret lair that is hidden behind some sort of like really violent running water, like a waterfall, but like an aggressive one. And I feel like I want some inside. I want some sort of fire something so that there's a lot of like steam because steam is pretty, pretty cool. Um, And I think I want some sort of like flying device to get through like the waterfall, you know, or maybe my scepter's magic and I can point it at the waterfall and part the the water, the curtains, the sheets of water coming down and that's how I get in. But yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at. I'm not sure what like my, my, uh, 
evil purposes quite yet, but I, I do have kind of like my look and general vibe down. Steve, your thoughts? If anyone's good at Photoshop, I'd love to see that image. <laughs> Please shop Photoshop's of Ashley in the Reddit or email. Or if you can draw it even better. That, gosh, uh, that would be so cool. I'm going to actually try to answer the question. I think you went all over the place. I, did, I was a little all over the place. My base would be like the base the Ninja Turtles had in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Secret of the Ooze. It was an abandoned subway station with abandoned subway cars. It was so cool. I wanted to live there. Mm. In fact, I thought if we ever went to New York City, that's what like going into a subway would be like. It wasn't, but they had a dope setup, and I would be in an underground layer under the city that I am going to eventually conquer and take over. Okay. Like, you look like you had a question. No, it's just that that vibe was kind of positive, you know? And if you're the bad guy, do you I know, want I would like... make it a little more evil. Okay. But I would still have pizza. How would, how, well, naturally, <laughs> the, naturally. The cool, like, uh, they had, like, some cool lighting in there, too. I, I still like the cool So lighting. how would you evil it up? All kinds of stuff, man. Like what? You could have lava on surrounding the side so people can't attack you from each side that where you are. Okay, a lava moat? You have to build a dam, but yeah, it's a lava moat. Okay, Uh, underneath the city? Also, where I'm getting to is my henchmen. Yep. I will have actual henchmen Mm -hmm. dressed in... '90s high school football attire Naturally, with shoulder yeah. pads and uh-huh. helmets, but they will have baseball bats. Oh wow! And guarding the gates to my lair is a team of penguins from Batman Returns, <laughs> the Danny DeVito, Michael Keaton one that They're have little terrifying. mini rockets strapped to their back. <laughs> uh, there's a combination henchman. Also, I will train those penguins to be a little more versatile than they were in Batman's Returns mm-hmm. to wear. They will sit on the shoulder pads of my actual henchmen wow. to combine one super henchman penguin yep. to uh, thwart my enemies. How do they get down? Penguins can fly. They can? Penguins can fly. It's not... If it's... Say my football players are uh, six feet, an average of, let's say, 5'10", they'll be fine. Penguins can fly. No. Technically, penguins cannot fly. They can jump and flap their little <laughs> dumb wings. Also, the first thing, I went, I, I went back and forth, but I always feel like an evil cartoon villain needs a remote island because it sets them up oh, I love like that. wanting to conquer something else. Like yeah. they're on a remote island in Hawaii or Fiji or somewhere that's just like not fully stable, but they got a dope castle on just the island and yeah. they want more. That's, a, so that's yeah, why I they go that. to a town. Like so, in, in Ninjago. I was also thinking of the movie Surf Ninjas. If anyone knows the I movie Surf one. Ninjas... Uh, look it up. <laughs> it's a classic. Uh, there are a lot of elements to it. Maybe we'll do a side podcast where we break that movie down. Awesome. It, is, it, is, it was a Brave Bad House favorite. That's great. Okay. We're going to do happies and crappies, but let's just do crappies. Just crappies? Because there's one that's really crappy that you're already picking your fingers about. Yeah. It makes me so angry. All right, so treetops for anybody. Um, we're recording on a Friday. So right now we are very hot and heavy in the midst of the, are we allowed to say March Madness? The big dance, who cares? No um, March Madness is starting today and there's a lot of controversy because there is a, a wildly different setup for the <laughs> men and the women um, who are both competing in convention centers or staying in convention centers for the tournament. 
So their bubbles are grossly different in accommodation. Um, it first started when pictures of the men's weight room, which was likened to a Planet Fitness where each team had their own essentially different gym, um, were shared next to a picture of the women's weight room, which was one rack of, I think, at top 10-pound free weights. Yeah. Uh, and... I, I was going to go five pound. I, and it kind of escalates from there. Um, there's, origi- a, there's a video online from uh, Oregon basketball player Sedona Price at Sedona Price underscore on Twitter. Or Prince, I'm sorry, at Sedona Prince. Um, after that, it kind of came out. Well, first the NCAA said, um, oh, well, the Women's Convention Center is smaller. We were That's, worried there isn't enough space. Video, yeah. And then they posted the video in response, kind of just doing a panorama of the room it's of a hilarious. completely wide open, she produced completely that video really well. wide open conference. And like, if you've seen a convention center, those rooms are enormous. So it, I, I don't know what the NCAA was thinking that I wonder there the would be. They're like, oh, this is fine. There's some other stuff in the truck, but this will do. So that's not even the only thing. So it was the weights, obviously. But then it was the swag bags. So you see a spread on on a hotel bed of what the men received and then what the women received. And we, like, just go look up the pictures. It's shocking the level of disparity that there is like this is such a small thing but something that really bothers me they gave them both a puzzle and the men's puzzle is 500 pieces and the women's puzzle is 150 is pieces serious? I didn't see yes that. so and then the ncaa came out and said that the reason the swag bags were so different is because the cities they were in had different weather <laughs> and you're like i'm sorry why are the puzzle sizes different because of weather. Why are you giving the women an umbrella in San Antonio, Texas? And like one single scrunchie. The it's thing, just the, the things are ridiculous. Last one that I've seen so far, there are probably more is about to come out. It's the food. The food's the, my, the one I'm pissed about. Go ahead. <laughs> Going back to our dumpling take. You want to know what's not a steak? A Salisbury steak. Mm. A Salisbury steak is a punchline in South Park. It's not... Like something that actual athletes should be fed. Yeah. I no offense if you like Salisbury steak. I, I don't think anyone in their right mind when they're out to lunch or <clears throat> if they're traveling for school, let alone the NCAA to put on a show and play basketball, would be like, you know what? Oh, there's chicken, there's pizza, there's pasta, there's actual steak. You know what? Give me the Salisbury steak. My biggest issue. My biggest issue with it is that, again, if you look at the photos of the men's stuff and the women's stuff side by side, the men have a buffet. Buffet. It is a long table with a ton of different options of food on, you know, warming plates. Yeah. And the women received essentially a Tupperware with three different things. One was a stack of sauced Salisbury steak. It was like Firefest. Some sort of combination of like broccoli and carrots. And then mashed potatoes. And that was it. That's what they were given. Oh, and a brownie. That's what they were given. There are a lot of people with food allergies, food sensitivities, food preferences. Like the women who don't eat meat or may be vegan are eating snacks. 
before the biggest tournament probably of their college basketball careers. Snacks that they brought themselves because there's not another option for them to choose from. As we're talking, someone just retweeted the picture of the side-by-side of the swag bags. Yep. Into my timeline. Oh, had you not seen it? That's absurd. It's absurd. And not even just the the what's in it, but the branding on it. The men's is like the big dance. Yeah. Like this is awesome. March Madness. And the women's says women's basketball. It's like you can't say. Here's some socks. Yeah. It's it's so disheartening. And it is a reminder, a, a very giant slap in your face reminder, the way that women's sports are treated compared to men's sports and how if people will argue, you know, women's sports don't bring in as much money, not as many people watch them. And it kind of goes back to like, if you're not even feeding these women, like the the same food that you're feeding the men, you are telling us we don't deserve to be treated close to being equal. Women aren't asking to be treated better than. We just, maybe we just don't want the the gaping hole in treatment to be so huge. Maybe just, you know, if you don't want to make it the same, just make it less noticeable. It is such a slap in the face. It really is. And I am glad of all the attention that it's getting because these conversations are hugely important, but I don't know how in the year of our Lord, 2021, we are still here. We are still here. And it is infuriating. Know. You know what? You know what else? CBS Sports didn't even offer the I option to fill that. out a women's bracket. I don't know. It needs to be fixed. It's just like, come on, guys. The biggest thing is that the NCAA works for both. And that the NCAA is what is overseeing both tournaments. Yep. And someone somewhere knows that the men are getting this and the women are getting that. I'm looking at the swag bag picture again. If you don't see it. Uh, Teresa Nunn on Twitter, at ST Hoyas, uh, tweeted a picture of it, um, side by sides. It's absurd. It is absurd. It's stupid, man. Oh, I... like, it's just like... All right, all right. Talk... Let's, no, let's no, find I a just, happy. The I one thing a happy. I, this is a simple task if you're the NCAA. Build in a step, let's say in December, and be like, all right, swag bag team, or all right, whatever team that works in the NCAA, I want you to present to our quality control officer. I'm making up titles here. Yeah. Our our czar of equal pay. Love that. And I want you to put a PowerPoint (laughs) up. I want you to put a side-by-side picture of the swag bag that the women are getting and the swag bag that the men are getting. Or, hey, catering team. Again, making up. I'm sure it's a bigger team. What is the catering plan for the men's and the women's have the conversation at the same time so you don't look like a dope on the internet. NCAA is eating shit right now. All they have to do is take two meetings or take a day and just... Or just, just not be sexist. Yeah, I know, but... Like, let's start with the basics. Th- that's the basics, yes. These problems, if you just have the right people with th- the exact level of foresight in their brain can be prevented. It, it all starts from uh, equal playing field. But they can just easily prevent this stuff or have these type of conversations. You're right. It's 2021. No one should be thinking like, ah, you know what? Out the door. It's probably all the same. Right, guys? We don't have to micromanage it. No, you still do. Because that's part of the problem with it all. Yes. Now come up with something happy. <laughs> um... Falcon Winter Soldier. Going to watch it as soon as we're done taping. There's just so a, excited. a report that Juju, uh, the, oh. Eagles, the Eagles tried to get Juju. Okay. I said happy with uh. an H. Uh. 
ha, happy. <laughs> okay, you can be happy that Juju went back to the Steelers. Congratulations. I can be happy that... Um, oh, I really love St. Patrick's Day as a holiday. I have been really diligent about eating well. Tomorrow. And tomorrow I'm going to have a big fun cheat with um, our friends. I'm going to make a brisket. And I'm very, very excited and looking forward to that. So, yay. Shout out to the Martins. Okay. I think we're done here. Thank you guys so much for all of your questions. Thank you. Rating. Got to get a rating. Oh, I was like, what is wrong? Um, we appreciate them and we appreciate you times infinity. Remember, if you want to support us, you can go to anchor.fm slash Dear Ashley. There is also a place there with a list of a bunch of platforms where you can listen. If you hit play on a few of them simultaneously, yeah, just throw it on mute and then go find your roast band and throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> Or you could leave us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. While you also leave that rating, get out those typing fingers and type a nice little review. Like this review from Herman Maitis. Maitis? I'm sorry, man. Love you, mean it. He, he put this review on Tuesday, so it's a fresh review. It's titled, Love You Mean It, five stars. I found this podcast at just the right time. Winter was dragging on. The pandemic is dragging on. Needed something good. And I found it. If you need to laugh and just feel good, subscribe to this podcast. They give good common sense advice, and you'll be surprised how much it relates to you. And now and then, something will happen, and Ashley will break out in laughter. And you won't be able to keep in from joining on. The only thing disappointing about this podcast is it seems to finish much sooner than expected. The time just flies by, and at the end, you'll be in a better mood. Aw. That's very sweet. Thanks, Ashley and Steve and Austin. Love you. Mean it. Herman, you're the best. Thank Austin hasn't so made an appearance in a while. Yeah, I know. That's okay. Yeah. Um, don't he's, forget. He's going through a little he's, bit. He's, he's going, going through, through some through stuff. Through it. Woo, boy. He's going through some stuff. Don't forget, you can follow along on Instagram and Reddit. Both are Dear Ashley and on Discord, which, I mean, I don't know if you guys like want to drop that link in the subreddit or if you kind of like what, what you got going on and you don't want to open it up too wide. But I feel like our subreddit is at least on the same page as the Discord server. So maybe just drop it in there. I don't know. Spread it out. Let other people join. And you can call us at 929-399-4606. Or if telephone calls and or voicemails are your personal nemeses, write us an email at dearashleypod at gmail. Stop typing at gmail.com. Talk to you soon. What are you doing? Are you serious? I don't I queued up in this is not legal either. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can play 10 seconds. This is more than 10 seconds. Hold on. Oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> well, guys, don't forget. Oh, cut that part out. Oh, you're going to leave it in and see the look on your face. Guys, don't forget. Sometimes you swing and you miss. Okay? You swing and you miss and you got you to gotta get back up. And you did. And try again. Where is it? I'm going to end it before it hits anyway. <laughs> I don't know what part it is in the song. Talk to you soon. I don't know.